Welcome to So No One Told You, where we talk about a different topic every week of life that we did not expect. Today is our first episode, and our theme is called 18 Plus College Life, where we discuss expectations of being a quote unquote adult. I'm Melissa. And I'm Harem. And let's just get down to talking. So, when you turned 18, like, what did you think was going to happen with your life? Because I, I don't know, I knew I was supposed to be an adult, but I didn't feel it. Yeah, a lot of people think that being 18 is a big deal. But I think I turned 18 when I was on a vacation with a friend. And she was one of the people who don't really celebrate birthdays. So she didn't really do anything for me. And I didn't really care. So it just, you know, happened to be my birthday. And it just went by. And I didn't really get to celebrate it or feel like I turned 18 that day. So it just felt natural to me. And I think being 17 and 18 didn't feel any different in the U.S. because you don't really get to do much um, for me being 18. um, But instead, when you're 21, you can do a lot more. So that didn't really feel like I had all the freedom to do whatever I wanted. Yeah, for sure. When I turned 18, yeah, it just felt like any other birthday. All I remember was because my birthday is in like the end of November, which is earlier than most people's in the school year, my friends were just like, ah, you're the oldest, ah, ha, ha, you're an adult. And I remember my best friend, like, was like, you can now gamble, like, and threw, like, used lottery tickets at me, but nothing else. Like, it, it wasn't that exciting. But I felt like, I even now, I feel like, when am I gonna be an adult? Mm. <laughs> Very true. I'm almost 21, and I'm like, wow, am I am I supposed to be an adult? Because I'm acting exactly the same. Yeah, but from people that didn't see me between 18 and 20, like that period of my life, for people who saw me before mm-hmm. I went to college and who just saw me this year, they told me that I am a very different person than I was when I was 18, 17. So I feel like college did a lot to me that I didn't even realize. Mm. So it will be good to hear from your college experience and mine to see what happened and how it was, you know, it might have been different or it might have been similar to our expectations before going into college. Yeah, I think I definitely changed as a person or I grew more into the person I wanted to be since being at college but I think I was it's more like fake it till you make it because coming into college I had like a completely different idea of what it would be like and I was hoping that it would be something like straight out of the movies I knew it wasn't going to be but I wanted something like along the lines of Gilmore Girls, where it's like a nice campusy feel and everything's kind of fun and magical, and I still have like cute adventures and cool friends and stuff. And I I got that, but in a different way than I imagined in my head. And I just was like, oh, I'm gonna fit the role now of a college student. Let me like act like more outgoing and let me let me try to have like 
social circles and join clubs and be active because this is college now. I think I think I did it. And like, it's who I am now. I, I'm not like faking it, but it's just funny. Like, I didn't know what I was doing. Mm. Yeah, I definitely agree with what you said. Plus, yeah, I also wanted to join lots of clubs and do a lot more than I did in high school. But it wasn't that easy because going into college, I didn't think the workload is going to be that much. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I thought high school was a lot. We were taking eight to nine classes or something like that in in our senior year. And even if we're taking only, you know, four or five classes in college, it just feels like a lot. And you don't really have that much time to focus on your, you know, making social circles or um, creating different things, uh, joining different clubs, joining sports, all that. Like, we don't have time for all that. Yeah. I think what it was for me coming into freshman year, like, I thought it was going to be really tough. And then maybe within the first week of classes, I was like, oh, it's not that bad yet so I was kind of like I was chilling I was taking it easy but then I was really overwhelmed by like everything you could do where they were like oh you have all these opportunities to like volunteer and there's a bunch of clubs and a bunch of like student activities you can join student government or you can do like all these communication activities theater tv shows radio all this choirs sports and it was so much that like I just didn't do any of it at first. I was like, there's so much to do. Like, what am I supposed to do? And if I, like, talk to anyone older, which I don't even know how I did, but somehow I'd, like, meet older people. They're like, oh, you're a freshman. You have so much time. Don't even worry about it. Which is, like, dumb advice. They should just tell you, like, get out there and do it and don't be scared. Because that's what I was. I was basically scared and overwhelmed. So I was like, oh, but they told me I have time, so I'm just like, I'm going to wait. But no, like, you're spending money to be here, and, like, your every day is actually really precious, because it goes by so quickly, and no one told me that college is going to go by so quickly. I know. We're already juniors, and it just feels like, it feels like yesterday when we first met, and um, matriculation, and when we... <laughs> I can see, like, when I picture you and I think of the day I met you... I see it in my head. Like, I see me walking to, like, West Dining Hall area and, like, just just seeing you standing there with our friend Will. And I was just like, oh, my God, like, who is she? Like, I was like, she's really pretty. And also, I was scared of you. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> I can see it. Like, it was yesterday. And yet, so much has happened. It's been three years. <laughs> I know. I mean, two years, I would say. Yeah, two, yeah. but we Oh, my God. We are juniors now, so that means we went yeah. through freshman and sophomore years. Ooh, that was so fast. So, yeah, that was one thing that no one told me was that college is going to go by so quickly. Uh, so no one told you. Yeah, and that it was a little scary at first to be in such a big populated environment that I wasn't used to before. So joining a club will be scarier because you're not going to know all the people in the club. Whereas in high school, you know, you at least knew one person at the club because you were taking yeah. classes with them 
um, and your high school only had like the maximum of like a thousand people. But in college, <laughs> it's a lot more than that. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, way more. Yeah, that's something I don't think I thought about before college or even in college until like until I was living in it. Before I came to college, like, people would ask, like, oh, do you want to go to a big school or a small school? And I was like, I don't know. Like, I don't care. Probably not a super small school because I don't want to know everyone and be bored by, you know, like, week two. But so I guess, like, I thought I wanted BU. I was like, oh, it's a big school. But I didn't know how big. And then when I got there, I just, I guess, had this assumption that, like, oh, well, you're not really supposed to know anyone or everyone anyways so I didn't care that like there was a lot of people but it really sunk in like later on in the year like whoa BU is really big and if you don't make the time to meet up with someone like you're never gonna run into them on the Mm -hmm. street because there's just so many people yeah I don't think I thought about that but I guess that's something yeah no one told me that like it does matter what size school and that you won't know until you experience Mm -hmm. it but it matters. Yeah, I don't have experience in a small university or college, so I can't really have a say on that. But mm-hmm. yeah, it, it, it does have pros and cons. Hmm. What do you think are some of the things that you expected from college friends or, you know, the people that you met in college, including your professors, you know, all the people related expectations versus the reality oh yeah friends (laughs) i don't know what i expected i just knew like i wanted to make them and i and i wanted it to be like a good group of friends i wasn't sure actually how it would be because i didn't want to like replace my high school friends i just wanted to make friends and like be happy which actually yeah okay my expectations weren't that high because during my uh, orientation, I made no friends. And like of the people I met, they were kind of weird. <laughs> and I was afraid like that's who I'm going to meet and be stuck with. Because for my orientation, I met this one Chinese girl who like immediately latched on to me and was like, oh, you're Chinese? And I was like, yeah. And she's like, do you speak Chinese? I was like, no. And she's like, are your parents here? And I said, yeah. And she's like, my mom wants to meet your mom. And I was like, what? Okay. And then her mom, who couldn't really speak English at all, just stuck with my mom, like, the whole time. Just, like, kind of making weird conversation, weaving in and out of English. (laughs) Just try, like, because she didn't know what was going on for orientation. So she was just like, I'm just going to keep talking to you. And my mom was uncomfortable because she was asking, like, this lady was asking really, like, what she considered personal questions. She asked her, like, oh, um like how much money do you make how much money are you paying to be here and my mom was like what and she's like did you get financial aid how much and my mom was like i i don't know you what are you what are you doing and then this the girl the daughter asked me like oh i'm going to a concert and i have like an extra ticket you want to come with me but i just met her like an hour ago and i was like i i don't know who you are like that sounds great but like <laughs> who are you and and she was kind of weird because like i'd make jokes and she was not laughing and i was like oh, okay so like are we even friends like what's happening and so I didn't really want to stick with her and I was afraid that like this is all I'm gonna get out of BU I was like this is so bad oh my god so I was just glad that I made friends 
<laughs> coming to be you. Well, yeah, that <laughs> that was a lot. Yeah. Did you end up going to that concert? No. What did I do? I told her, like, oh, I don't think so, because, like, my parents are here this weekend. Like, I'm busy. And what did she do she was like it's like it's okay but we'll keep in touch and I was like yeah and then like we never did but then ooh, freshman year I would see her sometimes I was like why is she familiar (gasps) and then I realized it's her but she didn't recognize me at that point because like we didn't talk over the summer or anything but I was like oh thank god like I didn't want to recognize her because she she like latched on and I and we were strangers it was really weird yeah, so another thing to keep in mind when coming into college um, at orientation, not everyone that you meet that day will be your friends. And sure. not not everyone you're friends with in your freshman year will be your friends either. Yeah, that's actually a big one. Because movies and, like, even the orientation leaders freaking lie to you. And they're like, oh, my God. Like, the people you meet at orientation, they're going to be your friends for life. Or you're going to see them in classes. And you're going to remember them from orientation. And you're going to be, like, great friends. Like, my freshman year roommate is my best friend to this day. That doesn't happen. (laughs) It does happen to some people. To some. Very few people and in very few special circumstances. But... Not for every single person. Yeah, and they got to make that more clear. Because it also, yeah, it makes people feel worse when things don't work out your freshman year. But it's, like, it's not bad at all. It's just, like, you're you're not meant to make, to be best friends with these people. It's like in elementary school or something. Like, you really don't stay best friends with those people. That's mm-hmm. what college is like. Like, meeting new people for the first time. But it's like going it's to weird. a blind date. Yeah. That, you yeah. know, they just put you put you with some other people. Uh and it it works sometimes, but it doesn't most of the time. Yeah, like you really don't know what you're going to get. Yeah, and this reminds me of the training that I went through as an orientation leader. So <laughs> Melissa and I were both orientation leaders from the past few years. And the first thing that I heard from one of the training sessions that I went to was that this one time, um, two people sat next to each other at matriculation and they ended up like marrying each other because of that, you know, that encounter. So (laughs) that was something that I was expecting for my incoming um, mentees as well, but it yeah, none of that happened in in my year or in Melissa's year. Yeah. So it's not always like that. Also, like, relationship-wise, I think also it's tougher just because BU has, like, a really disproportionate amount of men to women. But, like, I thought I'd, like, oh, I'd find a boyfriend, like, soon. You know, like, freshman year. Because, like, sure, movies and whatever, but my cousins on my mom's side of the family, like, they both met their boyfriends, who are now their husbands in college, like, right off the bat, (laughs) and so, like, at family events, like, Christmas or Thanksgiving or whatever, like, they introduced to us that one boyfriend forever, you know, and I was like, oh, that's college, like, that's gonna be awesome, can't wait for that to be me, and (laughs) third year, 
there's a we're in a pandemic and I'm literally at home. <laughs> um, not even on yeah. campus. It's so tough. It's so hard to like for that to happen. And from like our friends too, it it's tough. Yeah. Yeah. Romantic relationships yeah. aren't that usual. <laughs> it's funny because my my mom is a very strict person. And up until college, she used to always tell me, you know, you have to wait until college to be in a relationship. Otherwise, you know, I will not pay for your tuition or whatever that you need in high school. So I waited and, you know, I went into college feeling so excited that my mom finally approved of my, you know, my romance (laughs) and whatever is expected to happen. And then, you know, it, it wasn't that easy to find the right person. Uh, it hasn't been that easy. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, yeah, it's not like in the movies where, you know, you meet someone at a party and then you just instantly connect and yeah. you spend the rest of your life with that person. No, that doesn't happen doesn't to happen. everybody. Or, like, meeting someone in class, like, you drop your pencil and they, like, pick it up, bam, the person of your dreams, like, no, doesn't happen. More often than not, they, like, no one cares, you know, like, you gotta make your move or something, like, out of your comfort zone. Yeah, and even in, in classes, in my experience, I think there were about, you know, let's say 26 girls, and then there will be four guys or something like that they yeah. would that that's how pro- this proportional um our classes are especially in our major like in our school calm very girl heavy so that's oh, yeah. tough. girl heavy or um gay men heavy <laughs> so tough. yeah and that's something that i didn't realize either like going into BU I thought it would be a very traditional conservative school because I didn't do my research properly Me too. <laughs> <laughs> and then I went to BU and I saw all these people dressed in such you know exciting clothes and uh, not very you know it was very unique and mm-hmm. I could feel the personality of my my school and I was excited but also very shocked that this was where I'm gonna spend the, <laughs> my my four years at. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Along the same lines, I didn't expect college like party culture to be what it was, or like the amount of people who do like drugs <laughs> at, <laughs> at BU or like smoke. I really didn't think like smoking cigarettes was like a big thing. Because, like, all my life in my area, like, everyone frowns upon smoking cigarettes. I thought that was the norm. You learn that when you're a kid. Smoking gives you lung cancer. Like, don't do it. It's not cool. And then I go to college and, like, everyone I know has smoked or is smoking. And I was like, whoa. Like, but don't you know? Like, don't you, like, didn't school tell you not to? Why did you do it? And they're just like, ah, like, I just do. (laughs) And that really threw yeah. me off. The amount of people who, like, vape and jewel and smoke, I've never seen that. Like, in my high school, I know there were, like, a couple people, and, like, we would stay away from them. And that's also because our school is so diverse. Mm-hmm. 
and we get a lot of international students who are from other countries. And I know in like, I don't want to stereotype a country or anything, but I know like most of my French friends mm -hmm. um, do smoke cigarettes and that's like a norm there yeah. for girls or women to smoke as much as men do. So we have a lot of students from overseas who think that is a norm for them. Mm -hmm. So I think that comes as a usual thing. Yeah, I think I was lucky because freshman year I had a roommate who was from Turkey and she was like she went to an international high school. So she was very aware of like other cultures and she's very smart. So like when we introduced uh, ourselves to each other, she like asked me like, oh, do you smoke? And I was like, no. And I asked like, do you? And she's like, I do. But like the culture in Turkey is very different. And like, it's very accepted for us like to smoke and drink there. They're very conservative here in Turkey. But for those things, like it doesn't matter. Like they don't care about smoking and drinking. And I was like, oh, okay. And she, she knew, you know, she was like, yeah, probably not as much, you know, where you're from, but like, yeah and I was like oh thank you for like letting me know that and that like helped me think like oh yeah there's gonna be a lot of different cultures here and yeah, I was right <laughs> yeah it's it's very different from movies such as Pitch Perfect oh <laughs> which yeah which I consider one of my favorite college movies me too because I like music and acapella but that just talks a lot talks heavily on uh, Greek life and you know clubs and singing which I'm not at all part of <laughs> you were almost part of it you were part of it like what do you mean yeah for like a semester but <laughs> not necessarily a cappella. yeah yeah like pitch perfect for sure and a lot of other movies really like make it seem more wholesome and that's what you want you want just like people that you can talk to and it's like all it's all safe and cozy but then in real life you meet people and it's more awkward or more like I don't know grosser than you think it'd be like there's so many situations where college parties are not fun like the movies make it seem and they're you know they're not cute and people that you talk to are are just like more straightforward or more you know d just different and, like, I never experienced that and never expected that. And then I had to encounter it. Like, I actually never personally, like, encountered something gross. But, like, I, you know, heard it and I've seen it. And I'm like, wow, like, really, this is life in college. That's what it is. Yeah, let's talk, talk about parties. Yeah. How was it different from your expectation? For me, it was a whole lot of differences. It was, yeah, it was different in, like, a bad way because... In high school, I went to, like, two parties from this one girl. She was, like, my best friend in middle school and high school. She was She's a cool kid. And she had an older – she has an older brother who's one year older. So she, she had older friends who were, like, guys. And they together, they're, like, really close siblings. They would throw parties uh, at their house. And their parents were very, like, cool with everything. So they would literally let – like, they'd be home upstairs and let their kids have, like, a big party, like, a huge party in their basement, knowing there's, like, drinking going on and, like, screaming and they have a big pool and a trampoline and whatever. And they didn't care. 
and I went to like two of those parties and then like the second time I went to the party it like got really intense and one girl like I don't even know what happened they said she took drugs and she like we thought she OD'd like she passed out and then some kid was like who's training he was like I want to be a nurse when I go to college and like afterwards he shoved his fingers down her throat to make her throw up to like get it out of her system and that was it I was like oh my god this is the most intense college party like like high school party I'm ever gonna see like this is crazy college is gonna be even more like it should be better it shouldn't be as messy as this but I was wrong. <laughs> like, getting to be the frat parties were literally the same as this high school party, but, like, worse, because there's no pool. <laughs> there was no, yeah. like, like freedom, and, like, the music was kind of worse sometimes. It, yeah. Yeah, in high school, for me, I didn't experience any of that partying, and mm-hmm. I thought parties in um, America were wholesome like in the movies and what I experienced uh you know I went to multiple sweet 16s and a lot of the birthday parties they have in their backyards but I never went to any of those parties with drinking or doing drugs Mm -hmm. um I went to three different high schools and one of them was in New Zealand and back in New Zealand there were parties like that but in the U.S. I never got to experience those and I think it was because of the the people that I was friends with Mm -hmm. so yeah going into college parties was was such a big shocking moment to me (laughs) (laughs) it wasn't that wholesome anymore people wanted different things out of the parties what did they want (laughs) well a lot of the freshmen want, you know, sexual relations, like sexual <laughs> experiences out of the parties, which I didn't expect. It was so different. Yeah, it's that's what I mean. Like, it's so not wholesome. <laughs> yeah, it's like going clubbing almost. Yeah, which is great. Like, I, don't, I didn't even know what clubbing would be like, but now I, I, I feel like I know. Like, oh. yeah, that's and. All the fret parties that Melissa and I have been to weren't like those in Pitch Perfect. You know, yeah. in Pitch <laughs> in Pitch Perfect and the House Bunny. Oh, I never saw that with Anna Ferris. Yeah. <laughs> it's about this one really bad sorority um full of, you know, geeks and nerds. Um and this one house bunny uh, from the Playboy Mansion, goes into the sorority to save these girls and to <laughs> do a makeover for them. And they end up going to um, lots of different frats and they end up having a huge party with all the um, sororities and fraternities on campus. And it's just a really fun time. You know, they have a theme. There is a pool. They have giant mansions for all these different clubs and sororities but in real life and especially in Boston where the rent is very high we don't get that experience yeah I the movies give all these frats mansions and like a clean real home but in Boston it's not like that a lot of the frats at least the ones that like we've been to don't have like an official house so they just rent out or not rent out but like it 
the official like frat house will change from year to year and it's just a regular uh like a house that you can rent out for the school years so it's kind of it's old it's not well kept they don't have a lot of money and they just keep it really messy and it's not like calm like i'm thinking of even neighbors right the movie with zach efron like it's an above ground party like they're literally in their living room and stuff and it's like nice and well lit and like and yeah, we fun. don't get that at all. We don't get that. It's literally you cram into a basement and it's awful. Yeah, the walls are sweaty. That's ugh, that's the, not what I expected. <laughs> sweaty walls. The air is humid, which is really bad for this specific time. Oh my gosh. Yeah, Imagine no going I, into that kind of a room during COVID. That's just not allowed. I can't believe people want to party like (laughs) we did we wanted to party like that no no no. but knowing like right now like knowing what covid is like like why would you like willingly go back also yeah after like one or two frat parties i was like i am not going back (laughs) you were like let's do it and i was like it's gonna be gross yeah it's like humans you know how humans always make the same mistake they don't (laughs) learn from their history and they keep repeating the history themselves. And I think that's one thing. That's a one good example for a human to keep repeating her mistake was for me to keep asking other people to go to a frat party with me. <laughs> it was because I I wanted that party life. Like, I like partying. I genuinely do. Mm-hmm. Um, but not those sweaty walls and gross people. I just like the music, uh, the socially drinking part. Mm-hmm. and dancing a little bit but yeah <laughs> it would definitely be better if it wasn't so crowded which it never is but yeah like that's why i like when we do um karaoke night like that's fun to me because it's our friends we still get to dance we still get to sing we get the music we want and we're having fun and i wish that's mm-hmm. what a party would be like right <laughs> Plus it, the social scenes, you know, you can meet yeah. people without the pressure of having to, you know, go to their house afterwards or something like that. Yeah, that's actually terrifying. I'm like, that's not the life that I want to live. I want to meet people and be like, hi, nice to meet you. Not not like, ugh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, yeah, but I do miss our school and that is very nostalgic to me right now. Because I'm currently in South Korea, uh, a few thousand miles away from Boston, and and I do miss that busy, hectic lifestyle that we had. Yeah, crazy times. It feels um, like another life. It's so crazy. Yeah. Well, I wrote down a few things that I wish I knew before college. If you'd like to hear that. Oh yes, I'd love to. Let's talk about it. Okay, so the first thing I wrote was to get math requirements out of the way as soon as I I go into college. (laughs) Because currently I'm taking this statistics class for one of our graduation requirements. And it requires a lot of calculus. And I didn't know that before. Mm. And I took calculus in my senior year of high school, but it's been three years 
and I do not remember any of it. <laughs> so when you're fresh out of high school and have that, you know, that ability to do a little bit of math because you had to do all the math in high school, I think that will be a good time to get that out of the way, not yeah. in your junior or senior year. For me, I like somehow managed to not need to take many math or science classes in college, which is something that like I didn't expect because like all my life when I, you know, didn't pick a major, I really thought like, oh, I'd go into some kind of STEM field. So I need to know this. I, I'm going to be good at calculus. I'm going to be good at all this stuff. And now I literally like don't remember fractions. <laughs> like if you ask me to do math in my head, I'm like, I'm going to struggle. Because I haven't done math in so long, like complex math. And that's like really ridiculous, like how little I used it. And I feel like that's such a waste of my life now knowing like, oh, well, I'm not going into this at all. And I didn't need classes and I'm like almost ready to graduate and I won't need to take like complex math. That's crazy. That's yeah, I didn't expect that. But yeah, get it out of the way first. <laughs> yeah. That'll be great for incoming college students. Um, if you're not a math major, if you're not in, in the field of STEM, I definitely recommend doing that. And I also wrote down, get an iPad or something to take notes, not on paper, but electronically. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah, you have your laptop that allows you to write notes on them. Mm-hmm. What did I expect? I guess I didn't expect to be typing as much going into college, for sure. I thought, like, things would be handwritten, but teachers talk so fast, you really need to type. And I didn't know how to type coming into college, so <laughs> that was a big mistake because freshman year, first semester, like, me and Haram and a bunch of our friends had to take, like, intro to uh, Com 101 communication, like, intro class, and it was just just long, long lectures, just full of straight typing. And I would just be panicking, like, <laughs> typing so fast. But like, if you looked at my hands, I wasn't even typing correctly. I was just like going crazy, like a bunch of spelling mistakes and stuff. But I was just like, I just got to get it down. I can picture that in my head. Yeah, you, you saw me like half asleep, but also half typing like a maniac. <laughs> yeah, you were asleep like... <laughs> maybe 20% of the time <laughs> yeah I think that's about it and then like yeah I'll, I'll be like oh my god that's so funny Melissa Do, don't you think that's funny and I, I turn around to look at you I'm and just you're like, just like I'm out. dead <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah so college lectures are like that sometimes you know you can get away with sleeping and oh, yeah. you know you can still get decent grades even if you sleep. Yeah. <laughs> That's weird. I never expect it because in high school, I'd never fallen asleep in a class. Or like all my life, never fallen asleep in a class. And then in high school, like I just felt tired and I finally like would kind of doze off and I like felt bad, but then eventually didn't. And I was like, wow, it doesn't matter. <laughs> you can fall asleep in class. No one cares, which is bad. So it's full of responsibility and your freedom to do whatever you want, even if it it's something that will prevent you from learning 
you know, if you choose not to learn, you don't have to learn. Yeah. It gives you that freedom. Yeah, I think I wasn't ready for the amount of freedom that we would have. Like, I didn't Mm -hmm. realize just how much of my day was filled up by classes until I got to college. Because in high school, like, your whole life is school. You know, you go to school, you do after-school activities, and, like, you do homework, go to sleep. But in college, it's, like, school is just a couple of hours, and then you have the rest of the day to, like, you shop on your own, you get food on your own, you can hang out with friends on your own. Like, you really fill the day with what you want. And I didn't expect me to be that lost I think and have to find a groove and I was really like latching on to my friends and asking them like what are you doing today how are you spending your time like oh are you just studying are you gonna go out can I go with you like Mm -hmm. I I didn't have a life and I didn't expect it to be like that because even in movies they fill it with just like the important stuff right we're constantly in school because our dorms are on campus. So it's like you only take classes for a little portion of your day, but then your entire day is just in school and you don't realize it, but you're constantly with the same people in the same location and you don't really get out of that bubble. So yeah, it does feel a little different than your high school. Yeah, you have so much freedom to do things, and I guess I was just always waiting for someone to tell me what to do, and, like, luckily, freshman year, you were that guiding force to be like, let's go out, let's explore Boston, and I really, like, thank you, I needed that, because I really wouldn't have done that. I think I would have stuck with, like, our guy friends who are like, oh, school is just about, like, studying (laughs) <laughs> like, just go into class and then, like, oh, what are you doing? Oh, I'm on my computer coding. And I was like, okay, me too. I'll just do homework like, with you. But no, <laughs> like, there's so much more. That's why we're on campus. It's, like, what college is about. And I, I needed that. So thank you for that. Mm. I, like, didn't expect myself to be that clueless. <laughs> no, it's okay. We all have something to learn in college and I think freshman year for that reason was a good learning curve for us Mm -hmm. Mm, it really taught me a lot and so that relates to the last thing that I wrote down for the things that I wish I knew before college it's that everyone feels the same way and you don't realize it yes (laughs) um so I remember the first day I got to BU, when I first moved in, I made friends with my next door neighbor, who's now our good friend, Pooja. And this one girl from, you know, like three floors below me who happened to move in at the same time. And we helped each other move in because she was from Hong Kong and I was from Korea and I didn't have my family. So she helped me out a lot. And I was having like a late night chat with them in our common room. And I remember hearing them talk about how they got into BU and their ACT scores and SAT scores. And I was just thinking, like they were even talking about, um, what is it called? The IP? I, IB. What, what is it? IB, yeah. IB that my school didn't offer. Mine, mine either. <laughs> yeah, so I, I was hearing that and... 
thinking to myself, you know, why am I so dumb? And I'm, I'm here. You know, they were so smart. Um, they got, you know, almost the perfect scores on their SAT and ACT, wrote such great essays. And here I am. <laughs> I think I got like 1350 for the SAT. I wasn't that good of a test taker yeah. um, out of 1600. So that wasn't like the ideal for mm-hmm. um, accepted students. But anyways, I got in and listening to their conversation, I felt so disappointed and like, yeah, I lost my self-confidence at that point. I was so worried that I will fail all my classes from that point. You know, it was my first day. So, and yeah, I, which, but something that I didn't realize at that time was that everybody has their own insecurities Mm -hmm. and even they had few issues with their you know with their life that they weren't really happy about that they don't want to show so that was something that no one told me before yeah that made me think of two things one thing I figured BU or I don't know I just thought like college would still be like high school in my head where there's like a range of like really smart people and really like dumb people and I figured oh most people are like dumber than me for some reason (laughs) so when I I made my friends like not gonna lie I thought like the guys in our friend group were dumb because they were socially awkward but then it turns out that like one of them was the valedictorian of their school and is like a genius and then the other friend I made was another genius and I was like that's the shock for me I was like oh my god I'm among like the dumb ones and I didn't realize like wow there's like oh wow I should have thought about it like yeah that makes sense college like accepted smart people Mm -hmm. so they're all gonna be smart so that that was something that like made me I was like oh wow okay that's that's what the standard is here and then the other thing that made me think of is when everyone yeah like no one knows that we all feel the same way because no one wants to share it but like oh what was it I think sophomore year I thought like everyone had everything figured out for some reason because I talked to a couple of friends and they're like oh yeah I plan my schedule I know what I want to major and minor in and I was like oh my god I don't how like I feel so behind and I felt like I didn't know what I was doing and then later on I talked to those same friends and they were like also lost and they were like yeah no I don't know what I was doing I I just was you know winging it I I feel like lost or sometimes I feel lonely or I feel bored and da, da, da. I was like what we both felt the same way but we never talked about it until like afterwards and we're like oh yeah freshman year was rough I'm like we never related to it even though like we were all feeling that and do you remember um we were talking in the middle of our sophomore year or something and we looked back at the week of our sophomore move-in day. And I was telling you, you know, I felt really sad for some reason. And I didn't know why. And I started crying on my bed when I first moved into my dorm. And then you were saying the same thing. And I was yeah. so shocked to hear that. It's like, we, yeah, we never cried together. We never but cried we together. were crying. Yeah. Yeah. But sophomore <laughs> year, move-in, the like a day before I moved in, I started bawling. I don't know why. I like started crying and like was really scared. And I told my mom like I didn't want to go back. 
And she was like, you're literally, like, you're about to go back. What are you doing? And then I, like, I couldn't stop crying. Like, I cried in front of my mom and my dad. And I was like, I, I'm afraid. And then I got, I moved in. And then I was just, like, sad. And I didn't know why. <gasps> and then we talked about it. And we shared. And that was good. We all feel the same <laughs> way. Why don't we talk about it? I know. That's one strange thing about human connections. Communications. Yeah. It's weird. Oh, another thing I uh, really quickly I want to say was what I didn't expect in college is like to realize how small your world is. And I think that's like more personal to me because like for people like you, you know, you, you travel a lot like you already have been expanding your world for a while. But for me, even learning that like people like you exist, people who are like my age and have traveled the world exist, like blew my mind because I didn't realize how, like, hom homogenous the people that I grew up with were. And also, yeah, I didn't realize how unusual it was. My best friend from, like, kindergarten up until high school, we had, like, very similar lives. Our experience level was the same. We both, like, learned, we both, like, never learned how to ride bikes. You know, we were both very sheltered together. And other people that I met in high school were, were very sheltered in a similar way. And... Maybe like, oh, one person would like get a job or something. And I'm like, oh, that's that's far out. Like, that's crazy. You're ahead of the game. And then I meet people in college that are like, like, you've been traveling the world for so long, been going to like other schools, boarding schools, like on their own. I was like, wow, th those are things that are possible. That's a way I could have lived life, but I did it. And that blew my mind. I was like, there's so many other perspectives and experiences that I've never even considered. Yeah, and you can't possibly buy that experience of meeting those people. So I think college does a very good job in that way. Yeah, it allows you to meet all those people. Um, I also wanted to touch based on our housing situation in college and how that was different from our expectations. Uh, both of us lived in Warren Towers, which is this really big a little mm, not visually too appealing place to live <laughs> yeah. it consists of three different towers combined together on the fourth floor so it looks like a giant fork kind of i was gonna say a w but a fork works better <laughs> yeah a w or a fork oh my god anyway it's called warren because it's a w <gasps> Mind-blowing. Whoa. Oh, maybe. That would so, work. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That W-shaped building mm -hmm. wasn't the best place to live because of how small it was and how old it was. Yeah. But it was a really good time. Yeah, I didn't expect, uh, like, the bathroom situation to be like that. Or even, yeah, I think it was just because the building was so old. That, like, my my dorm experience is very, like, lackluster. And I, I didn't have any expectations, but it surely didn't impress me. And, yeah, maybe I did think, like, it was supposed to be a little cozier and more fun. Because when I visited my cousin who goes to Tufts, his dorm experience freshman year was, like, fun. And the, the hallways like kind of twisted and were unique and they were painted like bright colors and on every wall there was like posters and things hung up and like it looked active but on ours 
Warren was very like straightforward, very cookie cutter. This is what it looks like. Here's your bathroom. And I liked it at the time. But then when I compared it to other people's, I was like, oh, I feel like I'm missing out. And I didn't like it. But I like that we got to share the floor with how many people? Was it like 30, 20, 30 people? And it felt like living in a giant home together with, you know, our own rooms. Yeah, I think it really depended because for your floor, I loved how like tight knit people were. And also because your floor was co-ed, I felt like that was like a cool chance to just meet more people. But mine was uh, all females and like no one talked to each other. So it was very weird. Oh, wow. Yeah, what we did on our floor was that the first day of school, our freshman year, we went around the whole way to say hello. So we mm-hmm. knocked on every single door. I think I took you there, too. You sure didn't did. I? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I met so more we... people on your floor than I met on my floor. <laughs> exactly. So we were a group of like seven, eight people just mm-hmm. going around the whole way, saying hi to everybody. And then we ended up going a floor below as well. But that wasn't as exciting. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I wonder what like their experience was. Just like their only memory of freshman year is like just unpacking and being like freakishly sweaty. And then opening the door to be bombarded by like eight random people <laughs> that are like, hi, welcome. What's your name? We want to we be your friend. We want to be your friend. <laughs> yeah. Oh. But I I remember that, and that was one of my happiest memories in life. In what? No way. (laughs) No, freshman year was really fun for me. Yeah. I didn't know that that I had that personality to be able to go out and just talk to random people on the streets. Yeah, you really convinced me, like, that's who I thought you were, and I was like, that's who I want to be. Yeah, because going into college, my mindset was that I could be whoever I wanted to be. I think we kind of talked about this in the beginning. Mm -hmm. But because I was moving around so much and because I went to so many different schools, I didn't start at the same time as everyone else who were at the school. Mm -hmm. So I was always, you know, the new kid who had to find a group myself. And I, I wasn't able to create my own group ever because I was always late to the game. So I was so desperate for new friends in high school who were um, new to each other as well. So I wanted to be in the fair game. I guess that's how I could put it. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to really try to be an extroverted person and bring people together with my own power um, (laughs) without anyone else's help. And you did it. Yeah, so you can be whoever you want to (laughs) be. You really could be, just as long as it's not, like, super fake, because then I think at some point you're going to be exhausted. Yeah. You're going to reveal yourself and just be like, this is not who I am. Like, I wanted to make a lot of friends, so I did, and I wanted all of us to be friends because in my mind I'm like, why can't we all be friends? Like, we all don't know each other, so it wouldn't hurt to like introduce people to people so I did that a lot freshman year I was like oh nice to meet you want to meet my friends for dinner and then like we'd all sit down and eat and then it just like expanded the group and I kept doing that 
And from doing that, you you created all those important connections for them in their life. You know, one of the people you introduced to one of your other friends, you know, Mm -hmm. fell in love with each other and they ended (laughs) up becoming a, a couple. And, you know, we all became friends and are in the same friend group. Yeah. But that's really important. Oh. Yeah, I enjoy- I really enjoyed talking about this because it was my uh, my happiest time, as I said before. Oh, yeah. It's very happy. Let's see. This will be a tradition for this podcast. That at the end of every episode, we'll share a story of the week. Just something interesting that happened to each of us this week before we close our episode. So, anything fun to add? Well, I have a story that's not necessarily fun. Oh, okay. But uh, (laughs) my city's having a project for younger people. So, between the age of 20 and 35, they're doing an event, kind of, where you create a bank account. uh, So, it's kind of funded by the government slash the city. So, if you deposit... Mm -hmm about $200 every month. At the end of the year, you get twice the money as you have deposited. So it's like a fun project, but also for, you know, people who are in need of money. So I was eligible to apply and I got like a notification. So I went to the place where I could register for that. And I filled out all the paperwork yesterday and drove down there with my new driver's license and my dog next to me who was crying all the time. And when I got there, submitted all the paperwork and they were like, okay, you're like already um, just, you know, print out some more paperwork and then you're all set and we'll call you in like a day or two to tell you like more information about it. And then when I was about to leave the office, they called my name and they were like, oh, are you by the chance a university student? And I was like, yeah, I am. And they told me I'm not eligible because I am a university student. What? So they wanted to fund people who aren't in school and who need the money. So I don't know why they what? thought university students don't need the money. <laughs> but apparently I wasn't, you know, eligible. So I had to leave. And, you know, I drove all the the way there. So I was like, you know, now that I'm here, why not go just go to a museum? Mm -hmm. So I drove to a museum that was like a minute away from there. And I was so happy because I hadn't been to a museum in a couple of months. So I parked my car. I was so proud of my parking skills and went into the building to just see that it closes every Monday. So... Yeah, I. it was a Monday, and the door wasn't open, so I had to go back home. And it's kind of like a series of unfortunate events, like the Murphy's Law or something. Yeah. <laughs> That's so sad. Oh my gosh, I wasn't expecting that. But positive is like, look at you driving, using your driving skills to go to places. Thank you. I tried. What about you? What was your story of the week? Hmm. Fun story of the week is that I am 
in the process of like adopting kittens, but really I'm adopting them from my friend because she had a cat who gave birth to kittens and she's giving them away. So right now the kittens are almost three months old and we just like I basically my story is I got to take two of the kittens to my house for a whole day and just like play with them and hang out with them because we're slowly trying to test what the mother will be like without her kittens. So like this is our way of weaning her kids off of her. So I just got to spend spend a fun day with kittens and it was adorable. But the problem is I am allergic to cats. <laughs> and I was like, it's fine. I'll just like take my allergy meds and like it's okay. But like not really. I took my allergy meds and like I was still um struggling. Like I was I was like really like sniffling and stuff and like when if the cat scratches me I'll like kind of puff up and I'm like this is bad this is like I why do I why am I doing this but I just I love them they're so cute and friendly and nice and it's oh it's gonna be tough living at home <laughs> with cats but it's a sacrifice I'm willing to make I'm happy that your family finally has an addition to the loving family Thank you. and i saw the pictures of the cats and they were so cute yeah i don't usually like cats but they were they were adorable oh so that means a lot thank you but yeah good luck with the cats and yeah that marks the end of our show yeah tune in uh next week where we'll be talking about more movies and unrealistic standards and stuff. It's going to be a fun episode. It will always be a fun episode. Of course. And we have an Instagram account. If you'd like to follow, it's so no one told you dot podcast. So yeah. feel free to follow Please us. Follow us. Send us topic requests and maybe we'll, you know, discuss it because it's always fun to to hear about new things that people didn't expect in life. <laughs> so thanks for joining So No One Told You this week and this was Harem This and is Melissa Enjoy your weekend Yeah, thank you so much for listening Bye Alright, bye bye <laughs>